Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful Wrestling Podcast. It is the April 11th edition. We're talking the Soup Shake SmackDown Live. Head over to Fightful.com, get all your news, updates, podcasts, interviews. We had one with Alberto Del Rio earlier this week where he talks about his uh, impact contract status. He ain't talking to a lot of wrestling sites right now, but he talked to us. Of course, we have a bunch of UFC 210 coverage from last weekend. That was a wild show. We were there. Uh, and, of course, the Matt Riddle and Shane Helms podcast this week, early register- or early uh, access to those comes with free registration at Fightful.com, and tomorrow, uh, it's already in the can, we filmed it today, but uh, Jimmy Van and I go in-depth on this JBL Morrow situation, but I, I am happy to say this podcast will be bully-free, bully-free, because I am joined by two wonderful, radiant, <laughs> joyous individuals, the first of which is the host of WWE's Most Ridiculous, Anna Bauer, hi. Hi, hello, how are you? So this is wonderful. Okay, okay, we can do this. I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for asking. It's gonna be Jeffrey Hawkins. You're an award-winning podcaster, often seen on Shake Them Ropes. (laughs) How are you? I am back from Orlando, back to be the anchor that drags down this show that's needed. So yes. (laughs) I am here. I am well rested. I haven't podcasted in a few weeks. Let's go. Let's talk. Let's do this. The anchor that runs the skanker, I guess. Uh, <laughs> oh, so first off, I want to say you all saw a little tweet I had earlier about about SmackDown with a smiley face. I was told this afternoon that JBL was told to be on his best behavior and to be uncharacteristically positive, which he was on this show. He was met before the show with huge boos, huge boos in Boston. Were you surprised that this many people in the Boston crowd knew what was up, Jeff? No, because it started to get mainstream play. So I I wasn't that surprised. I was, you know what? JBL wasn't very good on commentary per se tonight, 
but I found that he didn't detract by being positive, yeah. which is in its of itself a positive. You know, I'm I'm gonna miss the Corey Graves Byron Saxton interplay, but not browbeating Byron seemed to be a positive for the show overall for me. Yeah. Uh and you could tell even Tom Phillips was uncharacteristically positive. Like like he's not negative, but they were like, Oh, we're just having so much fun here. We're friends. You could yeah, tell the schmaltz was, the schmaltz was a bit was being laid on a bit thick. I'll, I'll admit that. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Anna, yeah. Byron wasn't terrible tonight. Byron was good. Yeah, maybe, I thought so. Maybe it's because he knew that he was in a safe zone and he, he was just free <laughs> to be himself. I don't, I, well, he knows he's in a safe zone because the only person to be afraid of on SmackDown right now is Sin Cara. Could you imagine? If JBL tries to bully Sin Cara, how that's going to go? Well, then, I don't know. Maybe JBL will finally get some sympathy. I don't know if that's possible. Did you see the video of the people chanting for him to be fired during the final match? Yes. Uh, Yeah. They're in a corner now. It'd be very interesting to see what happens next. I I think they hope they can get through this show. And if they can get through this show, they hope that it'll die down. Because that's a lot of times what happens. Uh, I know that's what WWE hoped to do a couple years ago with the DeMott situation. They're like, if we can just get through Columbus, he's going to be at this Arnold Sports Festival. They didn't. They didn't. They switched to Matt Bloom a few days before. And Matt Mm -hmm. Bloom had to run a complete set of tryouts on the fly. So I guess we'll see. But this this was the superstar shakeup. Jeff, initial thoughts. Who won, Raw or SmackDown? Uh, I'm sorry, you got cut off a bit. Initial thoughts just on SmackDown? No. Or on, Who won, um, Raw or SmackDown in the Superstar oh, Shakeup? SmackDown in a runaway. SmackDown absolutely fleeced Raw, in my opinion. I Raw got um, Alexa Bliss and a lot of the mid-card dreck from SmackDown, for the most part. They they got a good they got the better of the call ups I think in the revival, but mm-hmm. other than that SmackDown, SmackDown's got a joy to watch, the, the, oh, yeah. as long as they don't tinker with it. I mean you gotta get, I mean even the guys that were on the mid card that they switched Rusev on talking smack, give me that all day, <laughs> give me that please. I mean I, the the only thing they were really lacking as a tag team, and I don't know if the New Day is gonna fill that that slot in terms of being a, a baby faced tag team, but. Um, you know, overall, I, I think the only thing that really got helped in this switch, I think both women's rosters um, are helped greatly by by the town switches. I think Bailey and Sasha will be helped greatly by the personality of Alexa and just the ring generalship of Mickey James. And I think Charlotte's going to be helped being in the ring with Le- Natty and with Becky Lynch, who she's close with, and just freshening up her character a bit there. And she has that kind of star heft. To, to be there. She could actually carry half of SmackDown now as opposed to just being kind of a throw-in over on Raw. So we're going to go through this show and, of course, each signing, not signing, each acquisition, but here, here it is from, from for better or for worse. Raw gets Miz, Maurice, Bray Wyatt, Dean Ambrose, Apollo Crews, Kurt Hawkins, Heath Slater, Rhino, Kalisto, Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, David Otunga. SmackDown Alex, gets. Alex Pawlowski is going to die. 
I'm just gonna say that right now. He's not covering it anymore. Daniel Ortiz is. Is he? Is he not doing the after after shows? Yes, he's doing. He's doing the podcast. Yes, he's still gonna die. Yeah. SmackDown <laughs> gets SmackDown gets Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Charlotte, New Day, which is underrated, even yes. even though they're a big one. That's still three people. Rusev, Lana, Sinkara, Hard Body Mahal, Shining Stars, Tamina, Byron Saxon. A Byron Saxon who has already shown to be improved. Mm-hmm. So that's now now let's get let's and, get and, and, Hold on. And Mahal concussed one of Raw's biggest stars on the way out. So yeah, he's got he's got heat, by the way. I, I was told that today too. Uh, I didn't know that didn't know Balor had had a concussion at that point, but yeah. Uh Anna. Most underrated switch for either brand, do you think? Oh, I'm really excited about Alexa. Just that combination. I really hope they go through with it with Nyax as to pet monster. Your connection is duty. Your connection is duty. Yeah, I'm not, obviously not at home. Um, I'll, I'll try to keep going for now. Um, and KO and Zayn on SmackDown and the numerous lineups that they can have, KO and AJ. <laughs> I think Rusev is, is one that if, if used right, R- Rusev could be big. Like, he could rebuild himself here. I mean, very could. easily. Yeah. Here's the opening segment. Kevin Owens is on SmackDown. Uh, I think this is a major upgrade. Anna, I know you're partial to your boy, Bray Wyatt, but I'll take Kevin Owens over Bray Wyatt in the main event scene any day. I mean, he speaks French, for one. <laughs> I, I said on Twitter, I love that a guy can be nearly killed on Raw, but the ultimate heel move is being bilingual. Yeah, It's fantastic. He is just the best at doing these kind of promos. I'm so happy that he's here and... <laughs> Far out. I cannot wait until that's a championship match, KO and AJ Styles, because I will get to it. But I keep forgetting that AJ isn't the one with the title on SmackDown. And that is just, it's criminal. We have a lot of people drawing compare, saying that Bill DeMott was not an on-screen character, so it was an easier scandal to handle. Uh, they pulled Hulk Hogan straight off of TV. No mention, nothing. So, uh, yeah, they absolutely can do that to JBL and will if they have to. So don't make that comparison. Anyway, Kevin Owens talks about how great Canada is and how he's the U.S. champion. Baron Corbin comes out. He talks and he says things, Jeff, (laughs) none of which And he's very emphatic about what he's saying. Um, But 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 I – but I like this for his character. Again, I like that that Baron Corbin is the heel who doesn't care if he's coming out against heels or baby faces. He he has a certain purpose. So I, I liked that. I, I have no problem with that. Anna, Kevin Owens with the with the shave <laughs> as a female. What's it doing for you? Honestly, it took me a little while. To, I was more distracted by he was wearing a gray suit tonight, which we don't normally see from him. That's where my attention went. But maybe it was just I knew something was different and I couldn't quite put my hand on it. Someone made a comment on Twitter about like what's going on at WWE. Mike Rome first got rid of his thing and now KO. And I don't know, maybe 
maybe there's just a new style. I like it. Let me ask you something, uh, Sean Rossap. Um, sure. Do you think that this company, even I, because I'm, I'm fairly certain Kevin Owens is going to do quite well on SmackDown. I, I have no, no preconceived notions that he's not going to be anything but great. He could do, do think- well fighting in Coachella and toilet. That's, <laughs> yeah, aside from anything. If you've ever fought by a Coachella toilet, I'll, uh, never mind. Um, anyways, <laughs> do you think that they see him as a possible ever getting to that next level star? That they'll get past the way he looks to 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 do that to be the kind of main. I mean, look, he's held the belt. I I get that, but I mean, in terms of really strapping a rocket to this guy. No, I think I think this is the 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 limit. He will the championship thing is the limit pretty much because he pulls off the suit stuff so well too i mean he, he is pulls so off good. everything so well i i, I know I, it's like i said those, those columbus trips he was the star of the event not just the wwe thing of the whole thing he was pointing at bodybuilders that were walking by while he was in the ring and he was like do you want me to take my shirt off and show you up in front of your woman <laughs> and it was incredible like he didn't miss a beat and like there were bodybuilders getting mad at him like in the ring like they were he was working bodybuilders at the arnold it was unbelievable like this guy is so good then he goes to, he goes from funny to serious he can do it really well something that uh aj styles has shown very well too he can be really funny then really serious then really funny again they so, turned him um, baby. They turned him babyface in one week. That's just amazing to me. Yeah, just by having Shane shake, or just by having him shake Shane's hand, that, that kills me. <laughs> so, uh, Sami Zayn joins the fray, and this is phenomenal because Kevin Owens can't get away from him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm okay with this. I like it, and uh, Anna Kevin Owens reaction was wonderful that was incredible and just so apt i am so happy that they're keeping these guys together it it's just like it's peter and the chicken but the best of i'm so happy right now that first segment yeah ever have an ex-girlfriend you just keep running into over and over (laughs) and over again i'm hoping you know what i'm hoping i'm hoping they eventually become a tag team yeah i do I, i always i always wanted them to I mean, you got to go that way at some point. You have to. Plus, I mean, even if it's like the cocky heel American Alpha, if you give me an American Alpha versus Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens match. Yes. Just just to watch Jason Jordan throw Kevin Owens, that'll be (laughs) something. AJ Styles joins the fray. Daniel Bryan specifies that Owens is still the champion or still the champion and still facing Jericho. And the winner will be coming to SmackDown Live. Do you think, Anna, there's any chance they pull a swerve and Jericho wins, then drops the title the following Tuesday? Ooh, possibly. But I don't think they would want to keep the title on SmackDown. So that would be the only reason why I think they're definitely not going to do that. Well, I mean, the, the title's on SmackDown no matter what. Oh, good point. Eh, I don't know. Is there any point? I mean, we, we know he's leaving. Maybe if Vince is like, ah, damn it. We've stripped Raw. We got to keep one of our guys. No. He'd pick Jericho, though. No. 
He'd pick Jericho. Jericho goes more to his sensibilities. Yeah. That's true, but Jericho's not going to be around for a while. Mm. SmackDown needs KO more than anything. They do need they do need KO. What? They do need KO. What are you laughing? So I, I, just this, thought, this, I, just, I just think Anna's just kind of, I need all my people on my one show right over here. Uh, <laughs> this is a perfect situation is, for this her. This is a good playground. This is nice. Like, as these came rolling in, she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The revival got That's mine, over. and that's mine, and that's mine, and that's mine. I'm like Ezekiel yeah. from Walking Dead, and all of them are just my tigers. Yes. Veruca's <laughs> salt from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I want one yes. now. I want a Kevin Owens now, yeah. Daddy. Oh. <laughs> oh man so uh yeah basically this upcoming wd pay-per-view is essentially a dual branded show randy orton bray wyatt you don't know i mean well you know randy orton's on smackdown and that's a raw versus smackdown matchup you have basically a match for the u.s title and a spot on smackdown on the show so well, a little bit of both uh that leads into randy orton Defeating Eric Rowan via DQ. Now, this was funny. This is a match that nobody was going to give a shit about. But fortunately, it was short enough to where they were. They were starting to. By the way, Eric Rowan has his janky singles music back. And then Bray Wyatt shows up on the screen. But we all know that drill. We all know he's up there. He's saying some shit. By the way, WWE has no clue what a House of Horrors match is. They do not know. <laughs> they don't have a plan. They are not sure what this match is going to be. They're focus group so, testing. They've yes, they are still focus yeah. group testing. <laughs> right so now. <laughs> this is a bridge gapper, this match. And the thing is, the crowd was into it at the end. And then Bray Wyatt shows up and screws it up. And here's the thing. The lights come back on. And Anna, tell us what happens. So the lights come back on, and Eric Rowan at this point has rolled out of the ring and has picked up the metal stairs and is waiting for Randy Orton to realize that he's no longer in the ring. Orton rolls out, goes after him, goes after the man holding the stairs, waiting to throw them at his face, and he does. And no one is surprised by this except for the fact that it actually happened. You know, you know what's funniest about this is Randy Orton looked at him with this look like that son of a bitch was supposed to have those stairs in the ring by now. <laughs> like that's the type of look he had on his face. Like this, you know, you're right. That's how he does. <laughs> that's how he wrestles every match, though. I swear, he does. It seems. I can think of it as that Kofi thing when he messed up a spot and Randy just going off on him. Somebody says Orton throws Rowan into the stairs. All good. Rowan uses the stairs to hit Orton. It's a DQ. What's the rule book say? I don't think the rule book had anything listed. Shocker. Shocker. I'm going to do an article about that. Five rules you didn't know existed from the stupid-ass rule book. I mean, that's that, that this was to bridge a gap. Um, Anna, no Luke Harper on this show. I really wish they would. It might have saved that somehow if that was at all savable. Oh, it's just... My my first note that I wrote for this, even before they started the match, was, uh, Orton. I'm just, that's <laughs> where I'm at with this guy. I forget that he has the title. I forget that he's technically a face. They've just completely screwed this whole segment, this whole angle into the ground. And when Bray pops up on the screen, of course he does, because he's a god of AV. That's his power. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. He and does holograms and shit. Then give me a freaking hologram. Give me the actual thing, like where he appears in a ring and it's like Obi-Wan Kenobi and he tries to fight it. Ooh, on this you know screen. what? That's a great idea now that you mention it. They could run a Bray Wyatt, Kevin Owens, Coachella thing because, you know, the Tupac hologram at Coachella. He's up there performing Do it. on stage. Do it. Tupac exactly. That's his power. He's a Kevin Owens. And then Kevin Owens, who was fighting in the Coachella toilet, accidentally bumps into the hologram. <laughs> Just like they start every women's feud. <laughs> He's a mix between Radio Shack and Kevin Sullivan. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I personally, I think uh, Harper and Rowan, they need each other. Mm-hmm. And it's sad to say that Harper needs Rowan, but they do. They need that run to now, at least yeah. do it. And I mean, you got New Day, you got American Alpha, you got the Usos. You add in Harper and Rowan, that's a damn solid start for a division, especially when you have mm-hmm. – when, like, your worst team is – well, the Ascension. But the Brizongo, when that's your worst yeah. team, that's that's pretty solid. Uh, yeah. Brizongo yeah. beat the Ascension before this show. I think a I think a losing streak gimmick would do Orton some good. Where he does, he loses like to Sami Zayn. You put over that underdog thing, and like he gets it in his head that he needs a he needs a Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt somehow got him right in the head and got him back up to the level that he got on at WrestleMania because he wasn't there for a very 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 long time. Now, Jeff, you might think something different, and you'll be wrong, but uh, <laughs> I just don't want any more maggots on on the mat. That's all I ask. I don't ask for much. I just don't well, want. You don't want Randy Orton wrestling then, because perfect. I don't want Randy Orton wrestling. He bores me, to be honest with you. Unless, unless he gets an opponent in there, he's motivated against. I mean, he's he's held this belt thirteen times, and twelve of them I haven't found found interesting. Well, here here's the thing. You know, he's not going to hold it three more times. Mm. I don't. I don't think they're going to run that one again. I don't think they're going to have. Two guys past Ric Flair. I don't think yeah. they'll do it. Usos defeated American Alpha. Uh, I just noted, I said SmackDown needs a couple of teams badly. They lost Heath Slater and Rhino and the VOD villains to a lesser degree. I never want to watch the first five minutes of a WWE tag team match again, Jeff. <laughs> why? It's a waste of my time. That's why. I, I concur, but I, I loved this match overall. I thought. Oh, was- no, no, no. After the first five minutes, it was magnificent. Yeah, this match was great. My only problem was, okay, you beat American Alpha clean as a sheet, mm-hmm. and you're gonna and your your strategy is to rebuild them with the shining stars. I I don't have much hope of of that. I, I didn't understand. I, I didn't mind the ending. I just didn't understand where American Alpha kind of goes from here. They cool them off, and then <laughs> go on, and then they go on. I mean, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Cool. Yeah, I know. Long term planning. Why? Why should that ever come up? Ever. So after the first yeah, five no, minutes, there confused. was there was a nice like hanging armbar from Gable where one of the Usos super kicked him. There was a Steinerizer. I love that move. The suicide dive spot where the Usos got caught and stereo belly to belly suplex. That was cool. The that Usos just you can, their experience shows in these match finishes where there's the blind tag and pin. Because that type of tag team wrestling, that's beautiful, smooth tag team wrestling. And they're doing it in street clothes, so kudos to them. Um, Anna, 
After this match, the Shining Stars show up, although I just thought it was a couple of fans, just drunk <laughs> fans. Uh, it's Primo and Epico 2.0, Magic Mike works the hood. Whoa, 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 whoa. Primo and Epico 2.0, they're on at least like 4.0 by now. 5.0, Like yeah. 5. Like they've, they've had, not only that, Primo and Carlito are technically them 1.0. Primo and Epico were 2.0 of that. Then we got Los Matadores. That was 3.0. Then we got the Shining Stars 4.0. Yeah, this is a good 5.0. Okay, the point of that is they looked like they stepped out of Magic Mike. And I, I like to believe that that is a new gimmick. And if it isn't, I'm going to be solely disappointed and going to send in various letters of disappointment. Well, if that is their gimmick, fist. then Scotty Riggs is going to have a th- something to say to him. But Scotty Riggs will. You know then- who's going to be their leader? You know who's going to be their leader then? Andrade Cien Almas. Hey. Please you know do that. Please, that- something. If they did that, that might save them because they've needed a leader. Okay. They've needed a Carlito to pop up and say, "You guys ain't fucking cool. Get out of here." I actually, I actually laughed when I realized who it was in the ring, and I felt so bad that that was my reaction. But they need to do something with these guys that isn't freaking timeshares. Yeah, or or something else, just even worse on the racial scale. I, 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 that's yeah. my always my fear with these two, is that they're going to go to the lowest common denominator on them. Um, and timeshares well, is very close. Look at, look at our teams on SmackDown. You got the white guys, you have the black guys, you have the Samoan guys, you have the Puerto Rican guys. Then you have the only sense of any racial unity in American Alpha. That's it. <laughs> like, it's the attitude era all over. That's what they do. I hate that. It's so weird. But um, I hate that they separate them by race, not that they unite them. Jesus Christ, I wanted to clarify before somebody <laughs> chopped that up. Sean Ross Sapp hates racial unity. <laughs> Made a Printed clip out of that one. Uh, so uh, Ojo Raleigh defeated Hardbody Mahal. Hardbody's got some heat. And um, I don't know. I, I highly doubt that in the climate that WWE is in right now, they said, hey, Mojo. Go out and give him one. Dude, go out and give him one. But Mojo gave him one. Mojo gave him a hard one to the face. Gronk is ringside. Jinder Mahal Mojo Raleigh is a real callback, Jeff, to those Kenzo Suzuki versus Luther Reigns matches in like 2005. Yes. <laughs> That's the level we're dealing with here. Um, Gronk throws a beer in Mahal's face, and it was a full beer. And I'll, I'll, I'll give Gronk credit. He did a much better job throwing that on Mahal than Mahal did throwing the water on him. That's very, very now, true, yes. <laughs> now, here's my real question. Anna, can you pronounce Rob's last name? No, because that would require me caring. I saw the tweet. You can't double up like that. Well, Come it's on. true. It's true. I do not give – I'm not swearing on the show because we're being nice and we're not being bullies. I do not care for this person unless he is actually the old brother of Hogsworth. Then I might care about this person a little bit and try and figure out his – until this point, someone please kick him out of the building for interfering and messing with messing with the wrestlers. This is just abhorrent. Hey, I will not stand for it. I thought this was pretty harmless, honestly, Jeff. I did too. I mean, it's it's like having a stunt granny, except more famous. <laughs> yeah, and he loves it. Good for. I mean, this I find harmless. 
He's that the biggest royal. dude bro there is. I mean, he's loving every moment of this. He's he's yeah. not, you know, he's not one of these celebrities who kind of feels above the joke, so to speak. So I, I got no yeah. issue with that. This that battle royal should have been Braun Strowman's. Mm, that's why it, I'm angry. There was there was oh, no geez. reason for that battle royal to not be <laughs> Braun Strowman's. You could have still done this angle afterwards. Where Jinder Mahal won't leave, or and he's he's running down somebody. It ain't hard to do that angle. And I'll learn his name at that point. No, you're right. you're not getting her off the Harambe kick here. She's in love with Bra- Bronny the Strowman. And did, so, who is it after him? that Raw segment? Did you see it? Yes, I did. I asked for his hand in marriage after that. It's official oh, now. God. Oh. <laughs> State of the SmackDown Women's Division. Shane McMahon comes out. He calls SmackDown the land of opportunity. This is where we found out if La Luchadora was still on the roster. She is not. <laughs> Ellsworth cuts a funny promo. Gotcha. Shane McMahon teases that there is a second-generation wrestler in it. Her father was one of the all-time greats. Natty should have taken the mic and been like, I'm here! I'm here! But she didn't. Or she, she should have been like, was I'd like to remind everybody. Jesus. But Tamina's there. I guess they got to have the dangerous Samoan worker on the roster. Each roster, right? She's... They got to balance it out. Oh, this this introduction just sucked. I'm sorry. It, it, was, it, it, mm-hmm. it sucked for her because everybody turned on her. And then, and then JBL, Mr. Mr. Lack of any sort of situational awareness. Oh, she's the daughter of, of the great Jimmy Snuka. Who just yeah. passed away? Who we're all reminded of him being a possible murderer. Great. Yes, you know, let's alleged. Bring that up. Alleged. Yeah, and and it just it killed her. I mean, I have no problem with Tamina in terms of being on the roster. I'd much rather she be a bodyguard, kind of like Athena was before she got picked up by NXT. But um, to to introduce her like this when everybody wants Charlotte just kills her in any way. Well, Charlotte did come out, and dare I say, she might be the biggest overall acquisition. Like, she is a big player, and SmackDown lost Mickey and Alexis. They lost a good worker in Mickey. Uh, they also lost a shitty pair of pants. But uh, <laughs> I think Charlotte found the flaps because they were on her damn robe. But Charlotte to SmackDown, that's a big one. Uh, Anna, she's been a key key cog of Raw for, like, over like almost two years now, but Charlotte on SmackDown. Yeah. Honestly, out of all the soup shake that happened, the women's division is on both sides. I'm so excited about. Um, the most shaken. Yeah. Shooken. Shook up. Um, as much as I wanted Bliss and Charlotte together, this is this is pretty damn cool. I felt so bad for Tamina. That was just an unnecessary burn. Can well, I get a, I'm surprised they brought her back. Can I get a Sorry, twenty minute? I, can I get a twenty minute NXT style Becky Lynch Charlotte match next pay per view, please? Hmm. Like, like as soon as possible, because that will be awesome. I think. I think. I think Becky and Charlotte are going to have some amazing matches. Yeah, I think they will too. But eventually, you got to add some depth there. Hmm. You got to add some in ring depth. Now. If I were WWE, I would I would have just sent Alicia Fox over because why not? She's she's there on Tuesdays anyway, probably. Uh, for for I was half expecting, Live. 
I was half expecting Sasha to come over too. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I, yeah. Especially because it was in Boston, I guess. But Well, they got Nick, Naomi, Natalia, uh, Becky, and Charlotte, who can really go in the ring at this point. Carmella can't. Uh, Tamina can't. But And Nikki Bella's not around for a while. So. And now the, Lana. The, yeah, that's what we'll get to next. Lana. Uh, Rusev is on SmackDown. That's a good one. That can be a big, big, big one. But Lana wasn't announced with Rusev. Instead, Lana is doing like some weird lap dance on a chair. And I've seen a lot of people say it. Even Jimmy Van said it on a podcast. He said, give Lana the Emelina gimmick and watch her run with it. But it looks like she got it, Anna. Yep, <laughs> definitely. This is going to be interesting. Um, she has like two dozen matches, mind you. Yeah, someone has already compared her to like, oh, this she's a female Fandango. Uh, yeah, um, if she can pull it off as well as he does, maybe. Now let me ask, because you all, I, I know how the acting training goes a lot of times. Are either of you trained as dancers? I bet Jeff is, I am. I am not. You what? No. I came from I came to acting from stand up. I never learned dance. Give me a break. I can do stunt stuff. Brian Callen learned dance. He came from stand up, didn't he? Yes. Well, no. Brian Callen went from acting to stand up. He went the other way. Okay. Damn it. But uh, I, you know, it's weird because at the same time people were making that joke about Emelina. I think it's Casey from Squared Circle Sirens tweeted, "Oh yeah, and the guy who came up with the Emelina storyline got fired." So, yeah. what did uh, I tell you? Yeah. Um. I, I think I think we all know what's going to happen here. We're we're getting the 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 anticipated reunion of Lana and Dolph Ziggler. Oh God! Boy, wasn't that wasn't that a great storyline with the Canadian tuxedo and everything? Oh yeah. I would love if he uh, if he like brought her out and then Rusev just showed up and killed him. <laughs> just <laughs> killed him and said, "My woman." And then it was back handsome to Rusev. Rusev. I want him to be handsome Rusev on the SmackDown roster, not Rusev. And, it, and, it's, and it's back to Rusev Crush, and he kills everybody. I don't know. Handsome Rusev would probably work. Hmm. There are ways they can go back <laughs> to this. I, I think Lana and Rusev uh, need to be together. Um, Sin Cara on SmackDown too. Locker room leader. I'm cool with that. <laughs> he runs that shit. Uh, Aiden English was in the ring. And he was singing. So this is his new gimmick. He's, they're bringing it back. It's really the best opportunity for him, I guess. Now let me ask you, are either of you trained singers? I bet Jeff yeah, is a, a child. Little, a, a little bit, yeah. I am. <laughs> I love that you just stumble. You say, I bet Jeff is a child. Yeah, I am. Okay, great. Hide that. It's because I'm, I'm very nervous as to where this is going. You know, uh, I'm just keeping it in my back pocket, you guys. You never know what I might need. Well, you. Sh- what about you, Sean? You triple hey, train singer. I- I've done some stuff in my day. Will we see you on the Broadway soon? The what? The Broadway. <laughs> the Broadway. I don't think so. I don't think so. Are they? Are oh. they still running out of Spider Man? Maybe I'll do that. Oh, that was a debacle. Anyway. It's yeah, like I don't know. I just know a bunch of Spider-Man were dying or something. Speaking of the Vaude villains, did you listen to your former podcast partner's interview with uh, the former Simon Gotch yet? I tried. <laughs> did you? 
I tried. Yeah, I tried. What does I tried mean? Does that mean you I tried? I didn't. I tried. But um, I thought Gotch came off very well on that interview. I'm sure he did. He's got a very bad reputation for really what I understand. He's not that bad. But I think he'll do exceptionally well in the indies with his style. And I watched him and Chad Gable chain wrestle for like six or seven minutes. It was a work of art. It was magnificent. It was great. But uh, you think the Aiden English singing deal goes anywhere, Anna? And rate his performance. I love this on NXT, so I'm actually really happy it's back. Um, I don't know if it will get over with the main crowd. He's a Guerrero. He's a Guerrero. Mm -hmm. Let me remind you. Yeah, technically. He is now a Guerrero. I really, I really hope this does. He's going to have to go the whole nine yards with this gimmick. Yeah. Let's see. Jeff, this was a quick match. Ty Dillinger beat him. It, it was a little bit of a breath of fresh air for me. It was a short match, but I mean, I've never, I don't think I've seen these two wrestle before. It was nice. It was quick. I knew it was going to win. It got Aiden English a little bit of screen time, debuted a new gimmick, and it got Ty Dillinger a win. I thought in like four or five minutes, it did quite a bit. It did. It did fine for Ty. I think. I think Aiden English is just Curtis Hawkins with a with better pipes because he's a great singer. Don't get me wrong. I, and and cool. I just don't see it. I mean, <laughs> you're gonna have that, and you're gonna have the Drifter on Raw. Yeah. And, it's a so shame. now we're gonna have two musical gimmicks, both of which annoy people, and one of them actually has real talent. So now, see if they were all in the same brand, they could do a band, and then like. Brizongo, you know how like the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones have that guy that just dances in the band? They could have been <laughs> that. <laughs> there, there, there was hope, but it's gone. Dolph Ziggler comes out and he yells about staying on SmackDown. He's like, shocker, I'm still on SmackDown. I was like, we know. You weren't on Raw last night. We know. <laughs> He's interrupted by Nakamura who – Nakamura says, who are you? And Nakamura goes – Nakamura. <laughs> and then Ziggler tries to kick him, and Nakamura has just the greatest expression on his face. Like, no! Why? I didn't want to fight. And they just threw him down. Uh, the facial expressions from both were pretty great, Jeff, uh, including Dolph Ziggler calling Nakamura the F word. The MF word. <laughs> Naughty. Um, it's yeah, it's it's interesting because last week at the arena, we weren't really privy to when the cameras went on and off for SmackDown. So after after Nakamura came out for the Miz, Ziggler came out to interrupt Nakamura, and that's what we got as a dark match main event last week in the arena. And I think this is going to be fine. This is going to be perfectly good, and it's going to help Nakamura a lot. It's not going to rebuild Ziggler in terms of you know thinking that this is going to be a G one level type of match but Nakamura's gonna be just perfectly fine working with Dolph Ziggler and Dolph Ziggler's gonna make him look like a million bucks yeah that's pretty much the direction I expected to go uh Anna they had a short match last week maybe to get a little familiar with each other but I'm rather looking forward to the match yeah I feel like Ziggler is at the point now where a lot of people said Dillinger was going to be that at NXT and Almas was now going to be that at NXT of just the, the guy to get other guys over. And it hurt me to hear that about Dillinger and Almas because I feel like they still have a lot to prove and a, a, a far way to go. 
Ziggler is the kind of guy where it's like, well, he's been there and he's tried and tried again. And this, I feel like, is now his place. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to see this go forward. And, you know, I'm glad that he has a spot, to be honest. Number one contenders match. Well, actually, before we get into that, New Day to SmackDown announced. They weren't on the show. Anna, were you surprised New Day wasn't brought out? Now, Kofi's hurt. Mm. He's having some fun with his kid, hanging out, partying. But no New Day live for the crowd. That seems like I, I figured that was one they would they would do live. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense if Kofi's out. Also, I feel like Woods may have partially died yesterday um, in that That's revival true. match. That's a good point. So I'm kind of glad that they kept them off for now. And, you know, it's keeping keeping – Something in the back. What's it? What's it down? Up their sleeve, back pocket. You know, ready to go when they need it. That one. <laughs> Jeff, what says you? Is it wrong that I really like Big E in the singles mix on this SmackDown roster? I would, hey, I rather would than too. being a rather than being a tag team wrestler with Woods, I like Xavier Woods, but his his best role is being that third wheel that gets pinned. Um, when they need to lose. Uh, I think Kofi being out for a number of weeks is going to actually hurt this team. So the less that they are on TV wrestling, I think I didn't mind them not being on tonight. That's an interesting take. Uh, Cause I mean, Xavier Woods has shown a lot of charisma. Big E yes. has always had that spot where it's like, he could be a, a major player. Kofi has kind of had that opportunity and kind of had it, taken away from him by randy orton hmm. anna is the best use of xavier woods just pinning him wait pinning who what oh just to I be said, pinned is- um he's a talented guy and mm-hmm. he's i mean he worked his way up from just being the manager um and he's proved himself in the ring recently but i kind of agree with you in that they need kofi for this team and yeah, I'm kind of glad. And you know, it'd be good to not have them all debut at once. And I think New Day do deserve a little, a little more than that. So, especially after you know their spot at WrestleMania. But that's something else. Number one contenders match: AJ Styles defeats Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin. Guys, WWE does multi-man matches right, especially on SmackDown, especially, especially in SmackDown main events. Like I just, you just know it's going to be nonstop. They've got the formula down. The, the it's they're always exciting. As I point out a lot on the Raw show, when Sami Zayn does dives, they always make sense these days, and that's something I can appreciate. He'll do a dive when it takes out two people. He'll do a dive when it catches somebody off guard. He'll uh, feign a dive like when Miz hides behind Maurice. He makes a lot of sense psycho- psychologically of these where a lot of people don't where Dean Ambrose will just run and do it, and you're like, well, why the hell did he do that? Why didn't he just roll out of the ring and punch him in the face? Uh, where a lot of people do that. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just saying because he's crazy. He's a lunatic. That's why. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Corbin <laughs> kills AJ with a really nice clothesline. Um, I, I, I mentioned that... Commentary was just much better with JBL going out of his way to not be an insufferable douche. And I'm going to have people that say, 
well, he's a heel. Well, there's a difference in being a heel and getting the heel talent over and being a heel and dragging down the quality of the program that we're watching. Jeff, where do you think this lies in that territory? Where do I think JBL usually lies, you mean, in terms of commentary? This performance versus his other performances. Do you ever do you feel like his heel commentary sometimes drags the show down? I, at, I think maybe I at think the expense of it. My issue with heel commentators is getting themselves over rather than getting over tactics and strategies in the match. Yeah. In terms of, you know, I mean, when Ventura was with Gorilla, it was a lot of, you know what, there's nothing wrong with cheating. And sometimes you bring up good points, especially about guys he hated like Hogan, where he's like, well, how come Hogan can do something like that? That's where he really, to me, shined, as opposed to Bobby Heaton, who was very good in his own right, but was mostly about the jokes. And then that kind of devolved into Jerry Lawler, who I never really liked on color commentary in the WWE. I think JBL is is the next step in that in terms in terms of he just he you know he tends to be just grading with the historical reference here and there but he doesn't really he's not being a match um analysis to me he he's more or less kind of being a personality and detracts from it a lot of times for me I like JBL's historical range although Every every big guy who throws a clothesline isn't Bruiser Brody. That that's that's the one reference yeah. he could do without. But here, I barely noticed him, so I feel that's a good thing. I think that just means he kind of added to the flow of the commentary. I would agree. This match absolutely ruled. Mm-hmm. Sammy Styles so good, so good in this match. And, yeah. and you know what? This is the first time in a long time I believe that that Blue Thunder Bomb might be the end. <laughs> I believe it every damn time. It never works, and I believe it every never time. Never works. But Aiden English and Hard Body Mahal are on this roster, so I haven't given up hope yet. I think it could pin one of them. Uh, Anna over under two months before we get a pinfall off of a blue thunder bomb. I don't know, man. I... <laughs> you're killing, you're I, killing my dreams. I just... <sighs> It's the question is when we're going to see Sammy get a big win in general on top of that. And he deserves it far out. I love watching this guy in the ring. Yeah. That bounce off the ropes and then went back onto the guys on the floor. I want to give him all the awards and all my love, but it is a question of when is he actually going to get what he deserves? Then I don't, no, if they're going to do it. I think it's going to be a long time, and I think when he does, it'll be a big payoff. Mm, That's how I feel. Uh, AJ Styles wins. SmackDown wins. We win! (laughs) We win. It looks like we're getting AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens for the United States Championship at some point, unless they pull that swerve. Jeff, okay, with AJ Styles and... Kevin Owens looking like they're next in line for the U.S. title. What's next for Randy Orton after Bray Wyatt? Ooh, probably Baron Corbin. Uh, <laughs> that's the only really main event heel I can think of that they have. They right are now. like there are a lot of people, or maybe Brock Sammy, if they throw him out. I mean, there there are a lot of people. Sami Zayn, 
AJ Styles, uh, Kevin Owens, even even a Rusev. I think Styles would match up nicely with Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. The one guy <laughs> at that level, if you were like, well, who's doesn't? I would say Randall Keith Orton. Well, that's the only guy that doesn't have a dance partner going out, out of this, so that's what I'm thinking. Man, unless they're gonna, unless, rather... unless they're, oh god, you know what they might do? They might do I... this whole stupid the the same program they've been doing with Baron Corbin with Dolph and with Zack Ryder, but with Sami Zayn again. Yeah, I'm hoping not. God, that'd be terrible. I, I would rather watch them be literal dance partners than wrestle <laughs> each other because that would be very very entertaining. Anna. You had a most ridiculous this week. Tell us about it. Why don't you? I did. It was it was a lot of excitement. It was a it lot was of ridiculous. happiness. It was ridiculous. Um, someone, I think it was Graham, who, uh, who actually made the mock-up T-shirt design for me for the site. <laughs> the Boward Bunch? Yeah. but And he said something about um, it turned out that I just looked like I had schizophrenia. But it was just really me in various stages of excitement and that's essentially what this episode is this bunch about the debuts and mania and debuts and the debuts really that's where it's at hey guys if you all would buy an anna bowert shirt hit me up on twitter let me know there's enough demand we'll make one we'll get it done ProWrestlingTees.com slash Fightful. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Ross Sapp. Jeff, what the hell is that? You always have this condescending look on your face. This is him in the bottom third. <sighs> I just have resting bitch face. <laughs> you do. <laughs> as, a lot of, as a lot of people have noticed on the, on the Flow Slam stuff all weekend, it's like, Jeff looks disinterested in this match. I go, no, it's just when I, when I, when I rest my face occasionally, it just... Looks like I'm unhappy. And also, I was trying to think of, God, I don't think I could ever put out a shirt. I really don't. I don't think I want one. I don't think I want my face on one. I don't have well, a... Well, let me tell you. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't I want have, my face have, on one. I don't have a ya boy that I can put on a t-shirt or anything like that. But it was not my idea to put my face on that shirt. <laughs> it was my idea to sell the ya boy shirts, and I've given the proceeds to help rehome some some pets in our area. That's kind of cool. Uh, now the jock strap was great. I thought. Yeah, well, I, I'd like I to get don't those really sell those yet. Yet, yeah. yet. Uh, by the way, Jeffrey, I'm calling some fights on Flow uh, next month. Nice on Flow Combat for Premier MMA Championships. But guys, if you all are in the Northern Kentucky area next month, come check out your boy calling some fights back in the booth. <laughs> You're not back in the booth, Jeff. You got any appearances coming up? I know you're always on the road. No, but shake them ropes this week. I'll be going over um, my trip to Orlando, all the indie shows I went to, Mania, uh, theme parks maybe. I'm not going to go over theme parks, but uh, it'll probably be a little bit more in-depth about uh, both sides of this, uh, what is it, superstar shake-up. Soup shake. And, uh, yeah, soup shake. Um, and uh, a lot about my indie experiences because I spent basically the better part of the week at the Orlando Live Event Center watching all the uh, WWE live shows. shows. Um, that is the one show there I did not go to. I I, oh I, I, I know everybody has been shaming me about it 
Um, but I have seen it. Uh, but it was the one I did not go to. Um, I regret it. But at the same time, I, I went to every other show there. So I feel pretty good about it. Including Kaiju Big Battle and uh, <laughs> Shimmer and a couple of Chikara shows and Evolve and Progress, which was really, really good. Guys, uh, I will be dropping that show with Jimmy Van at 3 p.m. tomorrow. We already filmed it. We're going in-depth with the JBL thing. Uh, for those asking, of course, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. We still got a couple minutes, though. Anna, are you ever just going to move to the U.S. and take over America? (laughs) That's the plan. That is the plan. That is the plan. Well, you've given your undying love now to Braun, to the Revival, and tonight Uh to Sami Zayn. Yeah. So, How much love do you have to give? (laughs) They have lover or lever matches for this, Jeff. Okay, that's fine. Look, I'm trying to increase my chances of a husband, therefore a green card, but I do have a lot of love to give. That's not something you want to say on this broadcast that we've got thousands of people watching. You don't even have to like me. Okay, guys, if you can lift lift an ambulance and tip it over, then sure. That's yeah, well, good luck. You're gonna have a lot of people tweeting you pictures of them lifting like Hot Wheels (laughs) ambulances. So, oh boy, what did I tell you? Here we go. No, I'm actually looking forward to this. In my inbox, literally soliciting, trying. I had a guy who said, creepy. Yeah, (laughs) I had a guy that told me, I sent Anna the message too. He said, Tell oh, Anna geez. I'm rich. Why? I'll marry her. And I'm like, you know what, dude? I, I'm sure it'll work just like that. Boom. Okay. I'll tell her because I'm her boss. Because she'll be that's like, oh. exactly, she'll be that's like, exactly oh, what I value in life. Of course I'll do it. Look, that's exactly I, already pitched, that. I, already pitched, I already pitched our green card marriage as an absolute fraud. So she doesn't have to worry about any, any of the you know, other things that, that these other guys are writing in the box about. So – but Basically, don't, you don't, be... don't you guys know that that's all we want is just money? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. And I jewelry <laughs> and, you know, cars and a good But, pre- guys, I promise you, if you make some ridiculous comment or you tweet, Anna's not going to be all, oh, I crikey, I got to marry him. Is that your Anna impression? That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's just like that. That's exactly what she sounds like. <laughs> that is I fantastic. Make that my ring tone. I want to make that my ringtone. <laughs> Yeah. Please do it again. Hey, Cranky. <laughs> that's, that's how Australians sound. No training. Mm. Oh, boy, that's his natural ability. Oh, yep. Good. <laughs> I chase down Ruse all the time. Can't really chase down a man, though. Oh, my God. That's, that's her. That's her. Make She's on the hunt. Oh, this is the most enjoyable I've ever seen Anna tortured. This is great. Continue. This this is my version of Wolf Creek right here. I don't know what that Dingo's means. Oh, baby. Okay. <laughs> Google Wolf Creek, and then you are that to me right now. Say this. Yeah. Say Dingo's ate my baby. <laughs> no, that's such an overdone one. Don't be – don't do that one. Don't do that one. You know, no. I, I thought we had something there, Jeff. I thought we really did. Uh, I turned heel. I'm sorry. I have people asking you saying, should we talk more about Sean's poor taste in movies? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm starting to realize maybe I have poor taste in movies. Thank you. Oh, just now? Maybe. I mean, you know, to be honest, I don't want to sit through some three hour snore fest that's going to win an Oscar. 
one of the same. To be but... honest, I saw yeah. one movie that was nominated for an Oscar this year, and it was the worst movie I saw in theaters. That was Suicide Squad. That's one more than me, but oh, you still God. have a shitty taste. That's terrible. Yeah. I'd probably say my favorite movie is probably World War Z. Oh, dear Lord. Probably it. Mm. Used to be Beverly Hills Cop 2. How about that one? <laughs> Actually, I like Beverly Hills Cop 2. I'm I, I not for liking that. Oh, yeah. Who was the, the, big, the big lady dated Flava Flav? Bridget oh, Nielsen? Uh, Brigitte Nielsen, yeah. Uh, Man, Stallone, Stallone's ex wife. Yeah. He was a legend in that movie. Somebody says Suicide Squad is effing epic. Oh, what? Oh, you no, no, you're banned from from ever commenting again. What? World War Z was phenomenal, though. The, try try and deny it. It was it was phenomenal. It was great. No, I can deny it. Moneyball was a favorite. Moneyball was a good one. Anna's so full of hate right now because of your Australian impression. Yeah, she was mad. She's no. like, I, you mad, bro? What's up? No, I'm, I'm, you know, it's quite endearing. Anna's like full of rage. Like she's, rage. She, now she's going to go fight every stereotype. She's like, I'm going to track down a Roo. I'm going to punch it in the pouch. And I hope it's Joey's in there too. Why would I punch lessons. my main, my main mode of transportation in the face? That just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> she Woo! saves a koala for like special occasions. Yes, World War Z was much better than 28 Days Later, guys. It's not even close. It's not even close. Uh, hey, that new Get Out joint was uh, the jam. I want to see that this week. It was still has not come jam. to Australia. Have you seen it, Jeff? No. Oh, it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. I just haven't had a lot of time for movies to be honest. Somebody asked me to rank the movies I've seen in theaters uh, in recent years, and maybe I'll do that. I might do that, and I'll talk about it on a members-only podcast I do. Uh, register absolutely free at Fightful.com. Uh, that way I won't have to deal with these with these trained actors. Or who people are with so taste. Hmm, yeah, People with taste? Mm-hmm. And pardon me. You mm-hmm. all spend an hour a week talking to me about people fake fighting. It's because you pay us you to be your friend. Oh, wow. Hey, you know what? And you all can only do it once <laughs> yeah. a week. Yeah. Your boy's a 60-minute man. I'm going 60 every single night. Sometimes twice a day. <laughs> How about that? How about Anna with her little piddly-ass <laughs> five-minute, seven-minute shows? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, follow me at Sean Ross Sapp, <clears throat> at Fightful Wrestle, at Fightful MMA, at Fightful Online. Quality, not quantity. Until <laughs> next time. She's just gonna get her. She's just gonna keep getting those digs in until you cut this show off. So you best hurry <laughs> up. We're out. Deadpool was a great movie too. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.